In less than a year, our podcast has gone from an average of 10,000 downloads a month to 50,000 downloads. What made the difference? You leaving us a five-star review. The more positive reviews, the more the algorithm picks us up, and more people are confronted by the law and gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us press forward the crown rights of King Jesus by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks. I am a Baptist. I am a 1689 Second London Confession Baptist. And so, speaking again of the new covenant, that is between Christ and the church, the only entrance being faith and the reward being eternal life. Of this new covenant, I believe that one of the things that makes it better is that there are no curses. It's the only covenant that God has ever made that does not contain within it curses. And the reason it does not contain curses is because Jesus took all of God's wrath for those curses. He was accursed so that you would not be cursed. And so for those who are members of the new covenant by grace alone, not by works, through faith alone, in Christ alone, the only saving object of our faith, Jesus Christ, his person and his finished work, for those who are members of this new covenant, all God's promises for you as a new covenant member are yes and amen. There are no curses because Jesus was accursed so that you might be blessed. But again, the problem is the Presbyterian stretches the covenant too far and the Baptist behaves as though this covenant is the only one that exists. We need to speak of the new covenant carefully in new covenant explicit terms as it pertains to the church and as it pertains to faith and as it pertains to eternal salvation. Outside of that, we need to be able to speak of other covenants this side of Calvary, we need to be able to say that these other covenants, if we're Christians, should explicitly be Christian covenants. And because they're not the new covenant, we should recognize that these other temporal earthly covenants, they do contain both blessings and curses. So a national covenant, if the nation is rebellious, the nation will receive consequences. In a familial covenant, Jesus gives, he gives a condition for divorce. Jesus doesn't say, hey, it's a Christian marriage and therefore you can't divorce ever because it's all grace. There are no curses in this covenant, no consequences in this covenant. No, Jesus actually says, although it's narrow, he gives two criteria. The one that Jesus provides is adultery. The second that Jesus gives through the apostle Paul in his writings is abandonment. And theologically, I and others that I trust would hold that these are really just two sides of one coin. It's really one criteria. Abandonment always, in all my experiences pastorally, abandonment always results in adultery. And adultery always results in abandonment unless there is quick, deep, spirit-wrought repentance. 
you abandon your spouse, you become an adulterer. You commit adultery without repentance, you eventually abandon your spouse. But the point is this, you can have a Christian marriage and you can break that covenant. It is a covenant, marriage is a covenant, and it's a covenant that can be broken. The new covenant cannot. It is an unbreakable covenant because it is founded upon better promises. It, it, it includes blessings without curses. Every promise is yes and amen. An unbreakable, eternal, saving covenant that God has established through the federal head of Christ Jesus, the second and better Adam. And it is received not by works. It is a covenant of grace, not a covenant of works, to be received by faith alone. And yet other covenants, such as familial covenants, particularly displayed in marriage, do actually have criteria to where even permissible by the Son of God himself, namely Jesus Christ, the covenant can be broken because of disobedience. So whether it's a familial covenant or a national covenant, these covenants do exist in the New Testament age. They should be Christian covenants if we ourselves profess to be Christians. And they are covenants that include not only blessing as the new covenant does, but also curses. They are covenants that can be broken. And that's right where our nation is in my assessment. It is not as though America is not a Christian nation. America was a Christian nation with a Christian covenant. And we are currently in the process of apostasy and breaking that covenant. And the judgments will be swift and severe. That's where we are. That's a little bit of covenant theology for you. From a Baptist perspective, 